There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And now financing get $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for qualified buyers to Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Good day. Oops, why am I muted? Can I hear myself? I think you guys can hear me. Good day and welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and I don't hear myself, but there we go. Ah, the joys of voice meter potato. I can hear myself now. What's going on, guys? I see you in there in chat. What's happening? This is the show where the conspiracy is the news, and what that means is, well, I don't know what that means. I don't even, uh, I think I've given up trying to figure out what all this means, but uh, I do think there are some clues here that we should try and sniff out whenever possible. And that's what's going on here. Uh, I don't know. Is it uh, simulation theory? Is it, uh, uh, I don't know, the portal was left open and the, the spirits that are roaming th- through past the, past the other side of the veil are making things super weird? I don't even know anymore. Uh, all the theories just keep rolling through my head and, well... Here we are. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Uh, no idea what's really going on in the world, but, um, well, uh, the, the news keeps trying to tell us. And uh, the, the news, of course, is the, the, the scum of the earth, and they just keep getting worse because, well, uh, wait till election cycle comes. And it's about there, right? So we're oh, uh, halfway through February now, and it's, uh, it is an election year. There's going to be midterms this year. And so, well, <laughs> November. So it is, it is an election election year. So watch as the, the, the news media starts to get off the rails again, worse and worse than ever, because they do it every remember every year, every election is this, this is the most important election of your life, right? Like, fuck off, I'm over it. <laughs> Whatever. Alright, so this show is uh, uh, about it, it's about that. It's about news cycles. It's about all the rest of that stuff, propaganda and, uh, well, why the mainstream media is full of crap. And uh, that's really what this is about. As always, transparency is important thing to me. And if you want to be a part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Got open phone lines uh, and you can give me a call and uh, tell me I'm full of shit or uh, tell me you like the show <laughs> or, or anywhere in between. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you, you only hurt my feelings for the, the, the brief moment and then I'll, I'll get over it. So um, all good. That's what we're talking about today. The news and uh, not my feelings. We're not talking about that. And uh, so, yeah, that's what's going on. And if you want to be a part of the show the other way, you can join the discord at troubledminds.org. Click the discord link and uh, just hop in the caller queue. We'll put you on the show. You'll see it over on the uh, 
Mm, where is it? No, where is it? Where am I? Why am I? Why am I not seeing this? Oh, it's in the wrong spot. All right, let's put it in the right spot. There we go. All right, uh, you go into the uh, live show, and there's a caller queue. Just pop in there, and boom, and uh, I'll see you there and put you on the show. All right, so uh, let's start here. We may as well start here. You got to start somewhere, right? What's going on, guys? I see it in the chat. How's everybody doing? Happy Friday. Let's begin with popular science. Ah, pop sci. We'll file this one under, under, how can this go wrong? Uh, Because the headline is this. Biologists successfully hatched gene-edited ticks for the first time. Oh, (laughs) isn't that adorable? Just in case you didn't think it was adorable, there's a full-screen picture of just an adorable little tick. Oh, it's so cute. Gucci-goo. The five-year undertaking offers a sign that CRISPR and Cas9 could prevent tick-borne diseases one day. Hmm, There we go. More attempts at playing God with the uh, Mother Nature. Hmm, Again, Let's uh, file this under how could it go wrong. Uh, here we go. Uh, ticks are the leading cause for the majority of vector-borne illnesses in North America. Yet, the molecular tools to study and genetically modify these arthropods lag behind other insect vectors, such as mosquitoes, which, of course, they're um, genetically modifying mosquitoes and just spilling them all over Florida. Uh, this should be fine, right? So when the portal opens and the mosquito overlord comes through, the Cthulhu overlord mosquito hybrid, and uh, and wonders why we're messing with its work. Well, Florida, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, new research published in the, jur- the journal iScience is the first to tinker with the DNA of black-legged ticks, better known as deer ticks, and successfully hatch a mutated larval brood from their eggs. Oh, my God. That's a T-shirt right there. Mutated larval brood. <laughs> my goodness gracious. The researchers targeted genes that aid in the development of the animal's mouth parts and armor. Ah, yes. Remember the CRISPR penises? Well, um, they're going to do their mouth parts and armor this time. Uh, Quote, the inspiration was to fill the gaps that we had in tick research, says the author Monica Juliette Nuss, a vector biologist at the University of Nevada, Reno. We wanted to see if we could develop similar tools that we have for mosquitoes and understand tick biology on a deeper, more molecular level. <laughs> CRISPR and Cas9 is an up-and-coming genetic editing tool that can be widely applied to organisms to permanently alter the inherited traits in their progeny. Uh, but a suite of technical challenges hampers its use in ticks. While, quote, ticks are pretty tough, says study author Andrew Nuss, an arthropod biologist at the University of Nevada, Reno, their eggs are simultaneously fragile and hardy. Uh, laid during the, f- the fall to hatch the next spring, the eggshells are coated with a thick layer of wax to prevent them from drying out during their long dormancy. Each egg is also barricaded with a hard shell. Inside, the osmotic pressure is abnormally high, higher than other insects' eggs, which makes the sacs prone to popping like a water balloon when prodded. On top of these challenges, the parasite's long life cycle and relatively mysterious embryonic stage make them a wily subject for CRISPR. Quote, Many other subjects in the past carried out unsuccessful experiments, says Nuss. For the five years it took to complete the project, we just tried everything... That hadn't been tried, he adds. Notice uh, we've got uh, Nuss and a Monica Julia Nuss. Hmm. The plot thickens. The conspiracy of marriage. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. Uh, what do you think? Uh, genetically modified... Uh of ticks. This is fine, right? This should be fine. Uh, I love it. I love it. One more time. Uh, mutated larval brood. Hmm. I think some people call that... Uh, the troubled minds, folks, right? The 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 den of den of scum and villainy, or whatever they say from Star Wars. Anyway, uh, what do you think about this? This is pretty wild. Uh, let's uh, let's just uh, modify. Let's just gene, gene edit ticks. Uh, the, the, surely they won't uh, turn into a deadly version of themselves by accident. I'm sure that's impossible, right? That's clearly impossible. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link. Let us continue, shall we? Oh, let me link that just in case you guys want that super large picture of the tick. Uh, there it is right there. Excuse me, I got your ticks right here, right? All right? Okay, here we go. Let's continue. Let's go to uh, space.com. Ah, uh, space, the final frontier. Here we go. This is, uh, this is from uh, yeah, space.com. Astronomers discover massive radio galaxy 
100 times larger than the Milky Way. What the hell? Think about how big the Milky Way is. 100 times the size of the Milky Way. Astronomers have discovered the largest radio galaxy ever, stretching at least 16 million light years through space, new research shows. The galaxy named, oh boy, how do you say this? Uh, Alcyonius from the son of Oronos, the Greek primordial god of the sky. Uh, I'll, I'll have Microsoft Mike try and chime in here. Was discovered about 3 billion light years from Earth by a stroke of luck according to the statement from Leiden University in the Netherlands. Radio galaxies house supermassive black holes at their cores. As matter falls into the black hole, it releases energy in the form of two radio jets from opposite sides from the galaxy's center, also known as the active galactic nucleus, uh, otherwise known in the Marvel Universe as Galactus, <laughs> slowly eating every planet in the galaxy. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can get this for, let's see. Microsoft Mike, are you going to work today or are you not? Let's find out. The galaxy named Alcyonius after the son of Arenas, the Greek primordial god of the sky was discovered about 3 billion light years from Earth by a stroke of luck, according to a statement from Leiden University in the Netherlands. Alcyonius. See, I totally said that. I totally said that. Here we go. Anyway, uh, using data from the low-frequency array LOFAR network of radio telescopes located across Europe, researchers detected two massive plasma plumes emitted from a seemingly normal supermassive black hole at the center of the galaxy. Measuring at least 16 million light years in length, these two jet streams stretch more than... 100 Milky Ways in diameter, representing the largest known structure of galactic origin, according to the statement. The material blasted into space by these two jet streams includes the building blocks for new star formation. Traveling at almost the speed of light, this material heats up and dissolves into plasma, which grows in radio light that LOFAR is able to detect. Astronomers using the radio telescopes were previously unable to detect Alcyonius, ha, see, I did it, because the plumes are relatively faint. The researchers reprocessed existing images of the galaxy, revealing subtle new patterns that alerted the team to the massive galactic structure. Uh, yes, uh, remember, remember how I didn't get any sleep last night? Right after the show, I fell asleep for a couple hours because I was exhausted. Uh, woke up, was awake most of the night, was like, okay, it's time to go to sleep around 8 a.m., because I was getting tired again. I lay down, and uh, you got it. Uh, a bunch of work trucks pull out out front and start doing noisy, noisy shit, and my dog's barking and losing her mind. And I'm losing my mind. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you think? Uh, Alcyonius, the son of Oranos, uh, the Greek primordial god of the sky. And, of course, the, the radio uh, radio galaxy, 100 times larger than the Milky Way. And, uh, yeah, there it is. There we go. Uh, yeah, we'll tough through it. We'll tough through it, won't we, James? It happens. It happened to you not too long ago. Now it's happening to me. Every time I lay down, some knucklehead rings the doorbell and my dog freaks out or uh, the, the work trucks pull up or yeah, I'm all jacked up. Anyway, I'll survive. Uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We'll put you on the show. Easy peasy as that. Let's continue, shall we? Let's go to SciTech Daily. Yeah, you got it. That's right. I said it. SciTech Daily. Let's do it. All right. Fusion breakthrough, once thought impossible, brings energy device closer to realization. Mm. <laughs> Gibby, do robots sleep? Mm. <laughs> not this robot, not this week. <laughs> uh, this continues. Scientists have achieved a remarkable breakthrough in the conceptual design of twisty stellarators. Oh, yeah, that's another T-shirt. Experimental magnetic facilities that could produce, uh, sorry, that could reproduce on Earth the fusion energy that powers the sun and stars. How could this go wrong? <laughs> the breakthrough shows how to more precisely shape the enclosing magnetic fields and stellarators to create an unprecedented ability to hold the fusion fuel together. Quote, the key thing was developing a piece of software that allows you to rapidly try out new design methods, said Elizabeth Paul. You know what that sounds like, guys? You know what that sounds like? That sounds like what AI would do, right? A self-learning artificial intelligence, general AI. Well, they would they would do this. They would run simulations and simulations, just like uh, just like Doctor Strange traveling into the future to see what future was, you know, the 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 best future. And so, what would they do with those simulations? 
crush us like ticks. <laughs> That's what they would do. Anyway, uh, again, uh, don't don't mind my fear mongering. I'm just making fun of myself. Uh, all right, so let's see. What's, what else do we got? Uh, let's see. They would uh, piece of software allows you to rapidly try out new design methods. Said Elizabeth Paul, a Princeton University presidential postdoctoral fellow. Wow, that's a T-shirt. Presidential. Princeton University Presidential Postdoctoral Fellow at the U.S. Department of Energy's Princeton Plasma Physics Laboratory. Of course, it's the Department of Energy, right? Of course, it's the Department of Energy. Uh, the results produced by Paul and lead author Matt Landerman of the University of Maryland could boost the capability of stellarators to harvest fusion to generate safe and carbon-free electrical power for mankind. Uh, everything has too many titles. That's that's the world we live in. I think there, I think it's a problem. Like like they should have white coats and the shit should say scientist on the back that's it not none of these 10 10 titles and shit no 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 i'm not doing that anyway we've got uh, what we're calling a stellarator renaissance if you can believe this let's go right to it stellarators invented by princeton astrophysicist and pppl founder lyman spitzer in the 1950s have long taken a backseat to tokamax in the worldwide effort to produce controlled fusion energy but recent developments that include the impressive performance of the wendelstein 7x stellarator in germany the extensive results from the large helical device in japan the promising results from the helically symmetric experiment in Madison, Wisconsin, and the proposed use of a simple permanent magnets to replace complex stellarator coils have created a renaissance of interest in the twisty machines. Ah, uh, twisty machines. <laughs> uh, fusion creates vast energy throughout the universe by combining light elements in the form of plasma. Plasma, the hot charged state of matter composed of free electrons and atomic nuclei, or ions, that makes up 99% of the visible universe. Stellarators could produce laboratory versions of the process without risk of uh, the damaging disruptions that more widely use tokamak fusion uh, yeah, yeah. that the more widely used tokamak fusion facilities face. Sorry, I botched that. However, the twisting magnetic fields and stellarators have been less effective at confining the paths of the ions and electrons that the symmetrical donut-shaped fields on tokamaks routinely do, causing a large and sustained loss of the extreme heat required to bring the ions together to release fusion energy. Moreover, the complex coils that produce the stellarator fields are difficult to, redesign, to design and build. Uh, once again, like this is probably a, a huge key here right so the uh, these the twisty stellarators uh do this uh they they cause a large sustained loss of the extreme heat required to bring the ions together to release the fusion energy again that that doesn't sound bad does it that sounds fine that that's fine that's totally fine i mean you know that what what, what if the calculations are stable short term and then mm, and hot plasma all over the place. What a mess. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. Put you on the show. Easy as that. And uh, let's see. What else do we got? Where are we? Hope everybody's doing well. Happy Friday. I think we're okay time-wise. Ah, we're over time. All right. So what we're going to do is take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, let us continue, shall we? Let's get back to this with NBC News. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty hot. Check this one out. This is, uh, yeah, everything will be fine, James. This, this is fine. This is fine. Absolutely. Uh, largest rogue wave ever observed swelled off British Columbia. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, androids, robots, hybrids, aliens, this is why I'm terrified of the ocean. <laughs> this is why I'm terrified of the ocean. Rogue waves were once thought to be a myth. Now, scientists say they observed one that was almost 60 feet tall. Oh, boy. Don't mess with Poseidon. Things will go bad. Uh, an enormous 58-foot-tall swell that crashed in the waters off British Columbia, Canada in November 2020 has been confirmed as the largest rogue wave ever recorded, according to new research. The monster wave, which struck off the coast of Vancouver Island, reached a height roughly equivalent to a four-story building, scientists said. Characteristics of the wave were detailed in a study published February 2nd in the journal Scientific Report. Reports. Rogue waves are unusually large swells that occur in open water and grow to more than double the height of other waves in their vicinity. These unpredictable and seemingly random events are sometimes known as freak or killer waves, and not much is known about how they form. That's, that's fine. That's totally fine, right? Killer waves? What's more dangerous? Jaws? or killer waves. <laughs> uh, Johannes Gemrich, a research uh, scientist at the University of Victoria and the lead author of the study, said the proposal, uh, sorry, proportional to surrounding waves, the 2020 event was likely the most extreme rogue wave ever recorded, which of course means there are larger ones that have never been recorded, right? Because, I mean, we only started measuring whenever we did, right? So, yeah, don't ever turn your back on the ocean, right? Uh, quote, only a few rogue waves in high sea states have been observed directly and nothing of this magnitude, he said in a statement. The probability of such an event occurring is once in 1,300 years. By the way, how in the shit would they know that? How would they know that? 1,300 years? Come on, man. And this is what I say. This is what I, this is what I mean about mathematical models, right? We take a small sample size and say, okay, well, based on the data we have, we extrapolate it over God knows how long and say, oh, by the way, in 1,300 years, that was probably the last time something like this happened. But, you know, by the way, they don't know how they form and they're completely unpredictable. So we could have another one next year. You know what I mean? Like, get this shit out of here. That's the thing that pisses me off about statements like that. Sorry, science. Sometimes I'm just not buying it. Uh, the huge swell was picked up by sensors on a buoy located a little over four miles away from Uklulet on the uh, western coast of Vancouver Island. I don't know how the hell to say that. Microsoft Mike to the rescue. Check this out. The huge swell was picked up by sensors on a buoy located a little over four miles away from Uklulet on the western coast of Vancouver Island. Uklulet. Uklulet. That, sound, that sounds very casual for a bizarre-ass name. Anyway, uh, for centuries, rogue waves were thought to be nautical myths, dismissed as exaggerated accounts cooked up by mariners on the high seas. Oh, kind of like sirens and mermaids and <laughs> Poseidon? Yeah. In recent decades, however, scientists were able to confirm the existence of rogue waves, though they are still difficult to observe and measure. The first recorded rogue wave occurred off the coast of Norway in 1995. See what I mean? Talking about small sample sizes. Uh, the event known as the the Dropner wave reached a height of nearly 84 feet, twice the size of its surrounding waves. Though the 1995 rogue wave was taller overall than the one measured off 
ukulele. Ukulele. I don't sound very casual when Microsoft Mike said it. I make it sound like a bizarre ass foreign word. Uh, the record breaking 2020 event was nearly three times the size of other waves around it. The researcher said, "Studying rogue waves could help scientists better understand the forces behind them and their potential impacts." Said Scott Beatty, CEO of Marine Labs, a research company that operates a network of marine sensors and buoys around North America, including the one that recorded the Ukulelet wave. Ukulelet, whatever. Uh, quote: The unpredictability of rogue waves and the sheer power of these walls of water can make them incredibly dangerous to marine operations and the public. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Uh, no. In other news, that the ocean can be dangerous. No shit, Sherlock, right? Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Let's continue, shall we? There's always more. Oh, this is... This, uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson would be so upset. Freedom. Where's Braveheart when you need him? Uh, This is reported by NPR.org. Yep, you got it. Police start arresting protesters to end the siege of Canada's capital. Aww. This is why we can't have nice things, guys, because the government won't allow peaceful protest, right? Surely it's fine to lock shit down, to ruin people's businesses, to to screw people in taxes, to, uh, you know, throw people in jail for, like, minor drug offenses, to do all these, like, ridiculous shit that they do constantly and over and over again, even though people are screaming for reform. And then, well, then they go like we're supposed to be able to do in a free world, in a free country, we're supposed to be able to actually go and protest peacefully, peacefully, not burn shit down and say it's peacefully, actually protest peacefully, all right? Big deal, a couple of fistfights broke out. What, what the fuck do you expect when there's like, what, 50 or 100,000 people in like one little area? It's going to happen, right? But it was a peaceful protest. Don't let the press tell you anything other than that. Now look, look what they're calling it. The siege, the siege of Canada's capital. These are their own citizens, by the way. Their own damn citizens, and they say they're under siege. What? Like, what? Like... Come on now. Like, you, these people got to work on their, their wording of this shit. Like, but this is the brainwash we're always talking about, right? You just see that uh, just because Justin Trudeau calls it that doesn't mean it's that. And by the way, just because Joe Biden calls something something doesn't mean it's something. Well, because he can't even tie his shoes in the morning. But anyway, I digress. Ottawa, Ontario. Police began arresting protesters and towing away trucks Friday in a bid to break the three-week traffic snarling siege of Canada's capital by hundreds of truckers angry over the country's COVID-19 restrictions. In an operation that unfolded slowly and methodically in the morning, officers were seen going door to door along a line of trucks, campers, and other vehicles parked on Ottawa's snow-covered streets. Some protesters surrendered and were taken into custody, police said. Some were led away in handcuffs. One person being taken away carried a sign that read, Mandate Freedom. Uh, Many of the truckers remained defiant. Quote, freedom was never free, said a trucker, Kevin Homond of Montreal. So what if they put handcuffs on us and they put us in jail? Well, I guess we're about to find out, huh? Uh, police made their first move to end the occupation, and now it's an occupation. Welcome to the occupation. Late Thursday, with the arrest of two key protest leaders, they also sealed off much of the downtown area to outsiders to prevent them from coming to the aid of the self-styled Freedom Convoy protesters. And in this fantastic photograph, you see, you got it, police carrying away a screaming man who appears to be old and non-threatening in any way whatsoever. (laughs) There it is, the the, the goon squad. Remember? Remember I said, uh, let's see how long it takes for Canada to roll out the brute squad as I called them from Princess Bride fame, the Brute Squad, right? Well, here they are. There, there are. There's the Brute Squad in their yellow jackets and their hats and their masks, you know, public safety and all, uh, as they carry these people away because the siege has gone on too long, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Capitol represented the movement's last stronghold after three weeks of demonstrations and blockades that shut down border crossings into the U.S., caused economic damage to both countries, and created a political crisis for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Dope. They also shook Canada's reputation for civility, with some foes of the unrest blaming the influence of the United States. Oh, yeah. This is our fault, guys. This is our fault for being uh, belligerent assholes. The, the, you know, hashtag 2A. It's freedom of speech. Yeah, America, right? This is our fault that the Canadians stood up for themselves. This is totally our fault. We should be ashamed. We should be ashamed. Uh, over the past weeks, authorities had hesitated to move against many of the protesters around the country. 
in part for fear of violence. The demonstrations have drawn right-wing extremists and veterans, some of them armed. Oh, oh, I see. Notice the right-wing extremists had a peaceful protest. <laughs> That's so super weird. Uh, in part of, for fear of violence. God, these people in there. Again, right? The words, the words these people write. Uh, Pat King, one of the protest leaders in Ottawa, told truckers, Please stay peaceful while also threatening the livelihoods of the tow truck drivers assisting the police. <laughs> the tow truck driver, to the tow truck drivers, you are committing career suicide, King said on Facebook. We know where the trucks came from. With police and the government, uh, see what that is? See what that is? Basically a gigantic threat. A threat of, well, you know what? Uh, we, this will go down on your permanent social credit score, and we will revoke your commercial driver's license, and you will no longer ever be able to drive commercially in this country again. That's what that says. That's exactly what that says. They just word it nicely, you see? And this is, this is my whole point, right? So at what point are these things ours? They can, they can steal their trucks, their private property. They can freeze their bank accounts, which basically, right, if it's digital stuff in these banks that, that are run by the governments and they freeze assets, was it ever your money in the first place? And people wonder why, like, people are uh, regular folks are upset or worried about or scared of the system itself. It's because it does shit like this. Like, literally, there, there were ways to solve this other than sending in the brute squad and arresting truck drivers and freezing bank accounts and towing trucks. Like, are you shitting me? Like, this is ugly. This is an ugly look. And yeah, again, uh, Canada's, it's, it's, it's threatening Canada's international uh, uh, posture of civility. Fuck civility. Hey, you know what? This is the whole point. Like, if people can't stand up and say, no, we don't want this. This is a government policy that is so draconian. We can't do our job. The government needs to take a step back and reassess, not send in the brute squad and arrest thousands and thousands of people. Come on now. Let me, let me ask you, what do you think happens when they do this and they crack down and these people all get out of jail? You think they're going to drive right back up there? I would. You know why? Because guess what they're doing? They're, uh, they're creating the cycle, right? They're creating that cycle of, uh, go, well, well, you know, uh, we're going to feed you. So, all right, every time I'm out, I'm just driving back up there parking. I'm getting a new truck and I'm parking it right back up there. Catch me if you can, right? That's what it's going to turn into. I mean, this is this is beyond stupid, and it's because it's because these governments will not admit they're wrong. They won't do it, and that's part of the problem, right? Is that hey, look, if you're wrong, it's okay to be wrong. We understand. I understand. Everybody's wrong, okay? But fuck's sakes, be willing to say I'm wrong. We we probably took a step too far on this. We're going to revisit this and see if we can maybe alleviate the situation for the border crossings for truck drivers. How hard is that? How hard is that? But no, right? No. Well, oh, you know, we did this because it was in the best interest of everybody. Oh, yeah? Well, there's a whole shit ton of people that disagree. So who are you helping in the end? Right. I mean, there's so much about this that it doesn't make any damn sense. And again, I, I don't get the arguments where they're like, oh, the, what the, the trucker protested doesn't mean anything. What do you mean it doesn't mean anything? It's not, and it's not even anti-vax. It's not even right wing. It's not even all the things that are. It's not violent. It's not even all the things that are calling it. It's just people saying we've had enough. Right. People, we've had enough. That's it. Government, we've had enough. It's time. We pay the taxes. We, we deliver the goods to the grocery stores. We do the hard work that you, you clowns don't want to do. You put on your suits and you get in the building surrounded by armed, armed police officers to keep you safe. And then you, you, you complain and you wave your arms and you call people Nazis and shit, right? Like, that's, that's your job, right? No. Th there's real work that gets done out here and other people do it and it ain't you. It's us. And we demand some sort of concessions because this is bullshit that's all it is right that's it it's not violence i'm gonna punch you in the mouth none of that it's just what i described this is ridiculous what do you think 702-957-1037 that's my take if i'm wrong i'm wrong that's where i stand right now and again i reserve the right to change my mind as i get new information as i learn new things every day nothing i believe is set in stone because i don't think it should be all right except well i'm a person on earth how about that that's set in stone unless well the rumors are true and michael strange is actually a robot um, 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubledminds.org put you on the show where are we at time wise i think we're perfect timing for 
quick break. This is a word from our sponsor, which is you. Uh, time to clear your throat. Welcome back to Trouble Minds News. I am your host, Michael Strange, and let us continue, shall we? What do you think about this, the trucker stuff? You think that, again, I just don't understand how... Uh, you, you notice how, uh, again, you know, I'm going to bash on the left again because it's just so easy, and they, they've pissed me off. Like I said, registered Democrat my whole life, and I just re- re-registered as an independent voter because fuck that. I, I do not do the hypocrite shit. I do not do the things where they uh, just call racist people racist to... Uh, uh, not not as actual racists, of course, that's fine. Uh, call, call people in the KKK racist for sure, like actual KKK. But to actually just uh, n- name people that because they don't agree with you politically, that is dangerous. That is downright 100% dangerous. Character assassination at its finest, and uh, no, I don't, I don't, I just don't buy it. I, once they started doing that shit, I was like, wait a minute, you know, like they don't know anything about most of these people other than they disagree with them about this one particular thing. Thing. And so here's my bash on the left real quick and I'll move on. They always seemed like they gave a shit about the working class, right? That was always their line. That was always their line. Oh, we're, we're here for the, the little people, right? We're here for the little people. Well, until the little people stand up and they're like, nope, crack them on the head, take them to jail. <laughs> that's, that's their take. And I'm like, really? This is the take? You get you guys are a fucking mess. Anyway, TheVerge.com, Meta's social VR platform Horizon hits 300,000 users. Oh, shit. That's a 10x increase in about three months. But can the growth continue? Oh, back to VR. Back to the Metaverse. You gotta love the Metaverse. Facebook has bet its future on virtual reality and the Metaverse, rebranding to Meta and the spending millions a year to build hardware and software that extends beyond traditional social media. But the company has, at least so far, shared little with the public about how well its early bets are performing. Meta's Meta's highest profile bet right now is a social VR platform for for the Quest headset called Horizon Worlds. It was recently featured in Meta's Super Bowl ad, and Zuckerberg called it core to our Metaverse vision on the company's most recent earnings call. During a virtual Meta all-hands earlier this week, uh, yes, the MetaMates one. The company's chief product officer, Chris Cox, gave employees a previously unreported update on Horizon's user growth. He said that since Horizon Worlds was rolled out to all Quest users in the U.S. and Canada, in early December, its monthly user base has grown by a factor of 10x to 300,000 people, according to an employee who heard it. the remark. Meta spokesperson Joe Osborne confirmed the stat and said it included users of Horizon Worlds and Horizon Venues, a separate app for attending live Live events in VR that uses the same avatars and basic mechanics. Ah, so they're cooking the books a little bit. It's not actually 300,000. They're combining two kind of different similar things. All right, nice work, guys. Uh, the number doesn't include Horizon Workrooms, a VR conferencing experience. Well, at least they peeled that one out. Uh, okay, so it's before its December rollout, Horizon Worlds was in a private beta for creators to test its world-building tools. Similarly to how the gaming platform Roblox or Microsoft's Minecraft works, Horizon Worlds lets people build custom environments to hang out and play games in an, uh, as legless avatars isn't that the sweetest thing you can be a you two guys can be a legless avatar <laughs> that's a t-shirt right there a legless avatar uh, meta announced this week that 10,000 separate worlds have been built in horizons world to date and its private facebook group for creators now numbers over 20,000 members oh yeah the cash cow as people run for the, the thing so if you've ever uh, put on an oculus headset I, I did a couple years back i have one here somewhere i just don't uh, you have to it's a pain in the ass to set up and my computer at the time didn't run it very well i got a much nicer computer now which will probably run it fine but no thanks but anyway when you put these things on you can look around right and you can see your hands and stuff because they have sensors or gloves or whatever you can put on your hands all the rest of the stuff and uh if you look down at your feet you don't have you don't have legs or feet so it's like this bizarre feeling of sort of being disconnected from yourself. So you can move, right? So you're moving either with like keyboard controls or some sort of handheld control where you move, uh, you know, yourself around in the world, but there are no legs. And so there's your legless avatar. It's pretty wild. So if you look down at, at your legs... There are no legs, just like there is no spoon. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. Let us continue, shall we? Futurism.com reports this. Yeah, exactly. My Oculus is sitting in the shelf, just like everyone else's, exactly. Astrobiologists suggest the Earth itself may be an intelligent entity. 
Ah, oh, it's about time they caught up to us. See, if they want to know anything, they should just talk to troubled minds, right? Yeah. One more time. Astrobiologists suggest the Earth itself may be an intelligent entity. Oh, yeah. Okay. A group of researchers have posed a fascinating and downright mind-bending thought experiment. If a planet like Earth can be alive, can it also have a mind of its own? Oh, have you ever heard of the Gaia hypothesis, you knuckleheads? The team published a paper exploring this question in the International Journal of Astrobiology, right? Notice how nothing's legitimate until science considers it legitimate. <laughs> That's amazing. Trust the science. Uh, in it, they present the idea of planetary intelligence, which describes the collective knowledge and cognition of an entire planet. Though it seems like something ripped off the screen of a Marvel movie, uh, they believe that the concept might actually help us deal with global issues such as climate change or even help us discover extraterrestrial life. The researchers point to evidence that underground networks of fungi can communicate to suggest that large-scale networks of life could form a vast invisible intelligence that profoundly alters the condition of the entire planet. Whoa, who said that recently? That sounds so alien to me. Like, I swear I said that 10 days ago or something, right? Like, almost exactly that. Not verbatim, but almost exactly what that means, right? Ooh, yeah, well, maybe they should contact us and just ask us, well, what's really going on in the world, guys? And we'll, we'll just tell them. Because, come on, people, really? Yeah, no shit, no shit. Uh, the Gaia hypothesis, by the way, is basically just, in a nutshell, the idea that the Earth itself is self-regulating based on its own systems and its own ideas of what it needs for itself to be its best Earth. Meaning, in some capacity, deep down, it has its own mind. Right, it has its own mind. This is this is a theory that's been around a long time, and so again, it's 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 um, pseudoscience until. Well, science says it's not. Uh, one of the primary species driving uh, the change at the present moment, they point out, are humans. Another no-shit Sherlock moment. And currently, from the climate to the plastic crisis, we may well be irrevocably, irrevocably, ir whatever, changing the environmental balance. See? Sometimes you read things and it just comes out of your mouth weird. Quote, we don't yet have the ability to communally respond in the best interest of the planet, Adam Frank, professor of physics at the University of Rochester and co-author of the paper, said in a press release oh okay okay so basically like just like clyde lewis said right uh, when, when the earth is done with us it'll shake us off like a bad case of fleas see sometimes you say things that uh they just stick, and that's, a, that's one I love. Uh, the researchers believe that such thought experiments can help humans to understand their impact on the Earth and serve as a guide on how to, how to, better, how to better it. Interestingly, they also believe that it could aid in the search for aliens, too. Quote, we're saying the only technological civilizations we may ever see, the ones we should expect to see, are the ones that didn't kill themselves, meaning they must have reached the stage of true planetary intelligence. Oh, okay, I see. All right. Well, Gaia hypothesis. There you go. Maybe the Earth is alive. Maybe Mother Earth is a thing. And maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh, talking about maybe juice. Let's go to space.com. What's going on, guys? Happy Friday. Hope everybody's well. Uh, always more. Let's, uh, NASA opens nighttime precision landing challenge to help future moon missions. The designs aim to land moon spacecraft safely in the dark. Yeah, safely in the dark. NASA wants your help to safely land future lunar spacecraft in the dark, including permanently shadowed craters that may be icy. The agency's new Nighttime Precision Landing Challenge Number 1 plans to award as many as three prizes of up to $650,000 each. The challenge asks applicants to create sensors able to detect hazards from at least 820 feet high. That's 250 meters for you metric types. And to process the information as the landing is taking place allowing for a safe touchdown touchdown yeah uh, registration is due may 5th and full applications are due may 19th the agency notes that this technology will assist with its goals of long-term lunar exploration its main programs include the commercial lunar payload services program to put small commercial spacecraft on the moon as soon as this year and the artemis program aiming to eventually send humans the uncrewed artemis one is set to fly around the moon this spring if the schedule holds explain to me this why do we want to land in the dark? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it sounds it sounds to me less safe. I I don't know. I'm just I mean, I guess having that technology is a nice step, right? But wouldn't you just schedule it 
to land in the sunlight I I don't know. I mean, it sounds like military work, doesn't it? It sounds like military work. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, hand, uh, horseshoes and hand grenades. Military work. Or sorry, throw out the horseshoes. Hand grenades and hand grenades. All right, let's go to LiveScience.com. Uh, why, why are we going to land in the dark? <laughs> why, why, why are we gonna, come on, guys. Why are we going to land in the dark? Live Science has this. Yep. Here's another. Here's another bizarre one. I love this. Oh, I love this. This is so good. Unusually cold blue blob is slowing the rapid melting of Iceland's glaciers, but not for long. Oh, the unusual blue blob. Mm, Of course, the blue blob, an unusually cold patch of water in the Arctic, has halved the rate at which Iceland's glaciers are melting. But a new study reveals that the effects of climate change will catch up to the massive ice chunks if temperatures are not kept in check. The blue blob is an undefined area of the North Atlantic Ocean located south of Iceland and Greenland. At its peak coldness in 2015, the blue blob was 2.5 degrees Fahrenheit colder than the surrounding waters. Before the emergence of the blue blob, Iceland's glaciers were losing a staggering 11 gigatons of ice every year due to melting. But since the cool patch emerged in 2011, that rate has much has more than halved to a slightly less worrying 5 gigatons a year. Even though the rest of the Arctic is warming four times faster than anywhere else on Earth, according to a statement from the American Geophysical Union. I'm just going to leave it at that um, because you can put two and two together yourself. <laughs> uh, and most notably... Uh, that they have no idea what the hell is really going on. Yeah, they're just, uh, yeah. Uh, if you want real riots, and I don't mean this, uh, I mean this uh, tongue in cheek. This is a joke. Everybody relax. I don't mean real riots. I mean, you know, let's say fake real riots. This is how you do it. This is how you do it, right? Uh, like this, reported by K, uh, KNPR. NPR. Yep, you got it. Uh, why we'll probably see avocado prices rise soon. In the U.S., <laughs> uh, 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 yep, gas, housing, you name it, everything, right? Everything, uh, groceries, everything's just off the chain. Inflation is just now. Guess what? There goes your avocados. Yep. Yep. Uh, After a temporary ban was placed on avocados from Mexico, experts are warning that prices will likely rise and supply may be limited in the coming weeks. After a listen, now this, this is crazy, right? After a U.S. Department of Agriculture inspector received a threat, the department suspended investigations of avocado crops coming into the country from Mexico. What the hell is this? Received a threat? It's not because... They're out of avocados. It's not because, you know, they stopped growing them because of climate change. It's not because of any of that. It's because the U.S. Department of Agriculture inspector received a threat. What is this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Anyway, I'll read this later. I didn't read this thing. This is this is the actual where there's a threat, I guess. But what, what the hell is this, right? What the hell is this? This is pretty wild. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, quote the long. Oh, okay, wait. After okay, received a threat. The department suspended investigations. Uh, of avocado crops coming into the country from Mexico. According to the data for the Haas Avocado Board, about 80% of the U.S. supply in 2021 came from Mexico. Uh-oh. There goes your guacamole, guys. Uh, the, the longer this suspension is enforced, you will probably see some disruption, said Tom Stenzel, a co-CEO of the International Fresh, Pro- Fresh Produce Association. He continued, if this goes on for several weeks, you will start to see gaps. Uh-oh. Not gaps. Uh, uh, Stenzel says there's no way to predict how long the suspension will last, but if it's longer than a few weeks, it's likely that avocados will come in from other countries such as Peru, so there won't be an immense shortage. You quote, you're not, you're not going to see bare shelves, he said. People are going to have some amount of avocados. It just may be shorter supply, which means lines around the corner and fistfights, of course, because, hmm, guacamole. <laughs> uh, do you ever take the pico and put it in the guacamole and, oh, with the chips? Oh, so good. That's so good. That is just so good. What's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? I see you out there in the chat. <laughs> What's going on, guys? 702-957-1037. Uh, click the Discord link, troubledminds.org, and we'll put you on the show. Uh, where are we at time-wise? Ah, perfect timing because, well, sometimes you're good. When you're good, you're good. Here we go. One more word from our sponsor, and then we'll finish up the final segment. Here we go. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Okay, uh, remember also if you subbed up to Twitch via Amazon Prime, it does expire every month, so you kind of got to, you know, click the things and redo the things. So if you, if, if I'm still in your good graces as your Troubled Minds News host, then uh, please uh, don't forget to each month re-up the thing. I appreciate it very much. It's only a couple bucks, but basically uh, if, if, uh, if, if, you, if you're not using it, right? I mean, right? I mean... Why not? Uh, anyway, let's continue, shall we? Uh, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. You like that? You like the pe- pe- Pico in the, in, the, in the guac? Oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. All right, uh, here we go. This is from Live Science, and, uh, yep, you got it. <laughs> trust, trust the Live Science. Trust the Live Science. Ancient surgical implant or modern-day fake Peru skull leaves mystery. Well, I think that I, I kind of feel like that headline could have been written better. Anyway, if authenticated, the skull would represent a unique discovery in the Andes. Remember all these weird skulls with like the Andes and the like the elongated things. And what the hell is this? Is this like an alien thing attached to this skull? What is this? Uh, an elongated cone shaped skull with a possible metal implant could represent some of the earliest evidence from Peru of an ancient surgical implant or it could be a modern-day fake. Oh, this is why we can't have nice things, guys. The fact that the skull, which was donated to the Museum of Osteology in Oklahoma City, has a cone shape is nothing too unusual, as Peruvians during ancient times were known to squeeze children's heads with bands during development to achieve the distinctive shape. What a world that must have been. However, the metal implant in this skull is highly unusual, and if authentic would potentially be a unique find from the ancient Andean world. Let's take a look at this. Let's make this full screen. What the hell is that? Like an actual metal implant, like some sort of surgery cap? What the hell is this? Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty wild. Take a look. It appears to be a huge, like, like big too. I mean, that's several inches long and like maybe an inch or two, like, like thick, you know, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I got your, I got your, I got your thick right here. Uh, <laughs> however, the, the metal implant, uh, I read that. Here we go. This is crazy. Uh, let's see. In addition to this potential implant, the skull has a hole beneath the metal that was possibly created through uh, trepanation. Uh, trepanation is when a hole is inserted into a person's skull in an attempt to treat an injury or medical condition. And it was a common practice in the ancient world. The museum, Museum of Osteology, which has posted several pictures of the skull on its Facebook page, said its experts are not able to verify the authenticity of the metal implant at this time. A museum representative told Live Science that no carbon dating has been done and an archaeologist has yet to examine it up close. Okay, all right. That's pretty wild if you ask me. Uh, So, quote, I'm quite dubious that this is anything authentic, John Verano, an anthropology professor at Tulane University in Louisiana, told Tulane. Lane, Tulane, Tulane, I don't know how to say it, told Life Science in an email referring to the metal implant possibly being a modern day forgery, even if the skull is legit. He continued, in a few words, I think this is something fabricated to make the skull a more valuable collectible, Verano said. This metal implant could have been inserted many decades ago before either the museum or the donor owned it. All right, there you go. Uh, pretty wild, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's some, that's some good, good, good fakery. I guess good fake fake goodery. That's what this is. All right, uh, what do we got time wise? I think we're good. We got more news. There's always more news. How about this from Science Alert? And uh, holy guacamole! Exactly right. Exactly right. You put the pico in the guac. Oh God, it's so good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna have to go get some avocados before they uh, before they jack up the price 10x and make us wait in line and fist fight for some uh, for some guacamole. Uh, okay, uh, science alert: the sun has erupted nonstop all month. 
and there are more giant flares coming. Yeah, damn right. The past few weeks or so have been a very busy time for the sun. Our star has undergone, uh, undergone a series of giant eruptions that have sent plasma hurtling through space. Perhaps the most dramatic was a powerful coronal mass ejection and solar flare that erupted from the far side of the sun on February 15th, just before midnight. Based on the size, it's possible that the eruption was in the most powerful category of which our sun is capable, an X-class flare. Kind of like the X-Men, right? <laughs> Weird. Because the flare and CME were directed away from Earth, we're unlikely to see any of the effects associated with the geomagnetic storm, which occurs when material from the eruption slams into Earth's atmosphere. These include interruptions to communications, power grid fluctuations, and auroras, but the escalating activity suggests that we may anticipate such storms in our imminent future. By the way, isn't the sun in a in its minimum, 11-year minimum, I'm pretty sure? We've been reading for quite some time now. Uh, here we go. This is from Space Weather Live. Tweet says this our sun got angry for a moment yesterday just before midnight utc a prominent eruption launched a massive cme into space while not earth directed the eruption was huge and could signal there might be something interesting on its way mm-hmm. did it it left minimum in 2021 okay all right so it's starting uh, starting to get get uh, uh, thick and angry thick and angry that should be a t-shirt also <laughs> 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org happy friday guys i hope you guys are well i'm feeling i'm feeling good even though i got no sleep i'm feeling okay it's uh you know whatever it's uh it's part of dealing with the human condition right sometimes you sleep sometimes you don't uh, anyway uh psychology today how to increase lucid dreaming uh yeah there we go let's see how do we do it make a conscious intention to have a lucid dream number one before you go to sleep for example say to yourself self i would like to consciously fly in my dream or self i would like to consciously meet some old friends in my dream keep your intentional affirmation statements general without a specific deadline don't say i will must fly in my dream tonight just put forth your intention to your subconscious and to the universe this sounds like the robert I think I think they've been taking uh, taking some some uh, some tips from the Robert out there, the, the Robert on Rock fan, right? Uh, number two, as you drift to sleep, use your observer self to notice yourself falling asleep. For example, note to yourself, self, I'm getting groggy, or self, I'm getting sleepier, as if you're watching a movie or yourself falling asleep. Condition your mind to get used to the experience of observing yourself as you fall asleep. So it may be easier to observe yourself when you're dreaming as well. Uh, number three, if you have a lucid, a, a positive dream, not lucid, with certain aspects you wish included in a lucid dream, as soon as you wake up to yourself, uh, say to yourself, self, Next time I have this dream, I will. Okay, I've had enough of this shit. All right, let's let's continue, shall we? Self. Let us move on, shall we? <laughs> uh, futurism.com. Yeah, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Scientists claim Earth's core is a weird new state of matter. Oh, yeah. We did it, fam. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Nobody quite knows what's lurking at the very core of the Earth. Is it solid, liquid, or a new form of matter entirely? With the help of colleagues, Chinese Academy of Scientists, physicist Yu He, that's right, determined that our planet's inner core is in a, uh, here it is, here it is, a James, super ionic state. It says state. I think it's state. I used to say superionic until James corrected me, which technically neither a solid or a liquid, but a weird intermediate state. It's quite abnormal, he said in a blurb about the research. Uh, <laughs> it says that in a blurb about the research. Okay, I've had enough of that. Uh, the research could shed light on one of the longest-running mysteries in Earth science, the composition of the inner structure of our planet. Ah, uh, yes. All right, let us continue, shall we? There's always more. Let's go to the Daily Mail, which I have to use on archive now because their ads have just literally gone so far off the rails. Like it's like it's like a Las Vegas billboard. It's the most ridiculous shit now. You got you got things popping, videos moving across, things f- flashing everywhere. Like you go to like scroll down and the thing a video comes up from the bottom and gets in your way like come on people like like i get monetizing your site but but shit like you want people to use it (laughs) i mean like there's a fine line there right uh anyway here we go the asteroid with three companion moons 
Yeah. 160 mile wide space rock named Electra. Oh, some, some Marvel action. Is that what's going on here? Is the first quadruple system ever detected. Asteroid 130 Electra has been identified as the first quadruple system. Uh, astronomers say 160 mile wide space rock has three smaller companion moons. Electra was first discovered in the asteroid belt between Jupiter and Mars in 1873. That's hot. The newly discovered moon S2014 132 is 15. 15,000 times fainter than Electra. Mm, sweet. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. I think that's probably enough. There's more details. Details, pictures, details, blah, blah, blah. Artist renderings, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, link link is there, as always, if you want to check it out. Uh, speaking of uh, archives, well, I guess I'm just going to have to do this live on the stream. Let's just archive this mf and we'll get right back to it in just a moment. Uh, let's go here instead. Let's go to this. And uh, not not like I'm a, you know, good-looking young lady or anything, and, or in this case she's underage, so don't take it wrong that way. But you get my point here. Uh, that's why I don't use my real name. Uh, I don't want to get shanked in the middle of the night by some weirdo that thinks I'm Satan's helper or something. But uh, this is, yeah, this is pretty wild. A Child's TikTok stardom opens doors. Then a gunman arrives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their daughter's online venture plunged a Florida family into a nightmare, but they decided not to pull the plug. So, dude, so long story short, this is a long story, right? Blah, blah, words, 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 words. Look at this. Holy shit. With so many words. Uh, I read it earlier, and it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a, a gnarly situation. And, you know, like these these uh, young ladies get on TikTok and shake their ass and lip sync to songs, and they gain millions of followers and then guess what happens uh they get uh unhealthy people um that need help by the way and i don't mean this you know facetiously at all uh there there are people that are struggling with a lot of things out there and so these people need help and so this individual came to her door with a shotgun finally found out where she lived uh came with a shotgun and uh, uh literally blew a hole in their door with his shotgun. Their dad, uh, the dad of the family, was a, uh, a retired police officer and came out and was like, well, WTF is going on, uh, chased the dude off, went and got his own gun and stood watched by the front door as they called the cops. A dude came back a few minutes later, and Dad had to put him down. And so, this is this is terrifying. And this is this is the world we live in. This is not this is not a safe place anymore. Not that it ever was. It, maybe the, there was an illusion of safety, but I mean, you just always be careful, guys. Keep keep your head on a swivel, and you never know when you're going to get shanked. So, uh, please don't get shanked. That's what I'm trying to say, or shotgunned, or any of the above. But this is this is this is horrific. Um, this is this is unfortunate, but. Uh, Oddly enough, they the family decided not to pull the channel on the TikTok. They're still rolling TikTok, and I didn't go look. And you know, I I, I kind of don't care. Like whatever. Like there's, there's no offense to her. I'm sure she's a talented young lady. Um, but but point being is like, come on now. Uh, at what point, right? At what point? Like at what point do you say enough is enough, right? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that seems pretty wild. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Don't don't uh, don't shoot people, please. Don't don't shank people, please. Uh, there you go. If you want to read it, you can read it. There we go. Now we have an archive of this, so I can actually read it. Thanks, Bloomberg, dicks. Uh, zero click hacks are growing in popularity. There's practically no way to stop them. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying this for 10 damn years. Uh, cutting edge technology means even the most skeptical, scrupulous targets can be spied on. No shit, Sherlock. Yes. As a journalist working for the Arab News Network, uh, Al-Arabi, Ramia Dridi said she's taking precautions to avoid being targeted by hackers, keeping an eye out for suspicious messages and avoiding clicking on links or opening attachments from people she doesn't know. No shit. Sherlock, never do that, guys. If you get this thing that says you've won or you're the millionth, uh, uh, billionth Google search or shit like this, don't do it. Don't click on a damn thing. It's not what it seems. It's it's a lie. Dridi's 
phone got compromised anyway with what's called a zero-click attack, which allows a hacker to break into a phone or computer even if its user doesn't open a malicious link or attachment. Hackers instead exploit a series of security flaws and operating systems such as Apple Inc.'s iOS or Google's Android to breach a device without having to dupe their victim into taking any action. And once inside, they can install spyware capable of stealing data, listening in on calls, and tracking the user's location. Uh, yes, uh, with people more wary than ever about clicking on suspicious links and emails and text messages, zero-click hacks are being used more frequently by government agencies to spy on activists, journalists, and others. According to more than a dozen surveillance company employees, security researchers, and hackers interviewed by Bloomberg News. All the while, these little QR codes are popping up everywhere. When you're scanning it, you have no freaking idea what you're scanning, where it's taking you first before it pops you back to whatever website you're supposed to be getting. Come on, guys. Guys, I mean, it almost doesn't even matter anymore, does it? Like, I think uh, back to back to Frank when he was on the show, his best advice was throw it in the lake. That was his advice. Uh, uh, Well, uh, here we are. Uh, I don't know. I don't have answers other than, you know, me, WTF, WTF is this, uh, don't, uh, don't, don't make it a violent place. Happy Friday. There's no reason to be upset. 702-957-1037. Got a minute for you. If you got a minute for me and, uh, let's see, uh, what is this? What is this? Looks like I had, had some messages from, uh, from one monochrome, but they seem to have disappeared. What happened, Bailey? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anyway. Okay. So uh, as we uh, finish this up, you guys know the drill. Uh, we do Trouble Minds Radio Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific and uh, talk about all kinds of weird shit. I was asking if I could listen in the on-air channel. Yeah, yeah. Just pop in whenever. Just pop in whenever. You have that ability. You are of the special privileged class, which means I trust you to not jump in here and say a bunch of racial slurs on, on the on the live show, if you know what I'm saying, because uh, uh, people are infantile sometimes. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Just pop in and just uh, mute yourself, and you could definitely listen in the channel. Uh, that's cool. It's cool. Uh, so, so that's what's going on. Uh, it's, it's it's not like I'm you know saying anything private here. I mean, you know, Vladimir Putin could be listening for crying out loud. Uh, so I'm pretty sure you're not any worse than that guy. So anyway, so uh, as we finish, uh, well, you know the drill. If you want to help the show, uh, sub up here on Twitch. Uh, again, we have uh, Rockfin. You could sub up on which has great stuff there uh, jimmy doors on there michael tracy uh abby martin of the empire files uh lots of good stuff if you uh, sub up uh, to rockfin it's 10 bucks a month but you do get access to every everybody on the entire platform's uh premium content and that's pretty sweet so uh very very good very very good and uh what's the other way uh patreon of course and the the other way too probably the best way if you don't want to spend some money just go listen to some old shows on the podcast feed i keep saying this and it's true and that podcast feed is growing um it hasn't quite snowballed but it's getting dangerously close if it continues growing the way it is so i'm not sure if it's uh, popped up to some leaderboards or something but people are finding us and it's um terrifying <laughs> uh maybe i don't know i don't know in, in any case any case you guys know the drill thank you so much the most important thing is spending your time and energy here with us uh trying to keep it a positive atmosphere positive energy wise take care of yourself so you can take care of others all the rest of that stuff you know you know how it goes uh we're uh, we're nothing without each other so we may as well try and treat each other with the the utmost respect so there it is and uh if you want to be part of the show sorry you're too late <laughs> if you want to leave a message though 702-957-1037 actually there's some messages should we play these no i'm not going to play these without listening to them first because it might be uh really crude or people giving their personal information if you call me uh don't don't tell me your phone number it shows up um so uh you know or say call me at this number i guess is fine or anyway but people are like hi my name is give my full name this is my number i live in uh wherever they i'm like whoa whoa that's already way too much information <laughs> anyway give me a call leave me a message 702-957-1037 i do hear them and i do listen and if they're appropriate some people are just saying i love the work you're doing stuff like that so uh so thank you thank you for all the great feedback uh, thank you for uh spending your time and energy here As always, have a fantastic afternoon. Have a fantastic evening. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Trouble Binds News is this. Michael Strange am I. You're you. I'm me. Together we're us. Have a fantastic one, guys. Michael Strange out. We'll see you Monday. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.